Welcome everyone to POV Crypto, the only podcast that both Bitcoiners and Ethereans listen to. I'm David Hoffman here with my buddy Christian. Christian, how you doing? I'm doing better than others, it seems. Uh, waking up early for a uh, for a morning edition, a coffee edition of POV Crypto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the nice thing about uh, POV Crypto is that on a whim we will start podcasting and, and live streaming. Uh, check out our new live stream, by the way. Uh, well done, Christian, for figuring that out. Uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast that's coming out, uh, we our our live stream infrastructure has definitely taken a couple notches uh, in the in the better direction. So uh, yeah, stay, stay tuned for uh, live stream updates on Twitter. So, uh, David, we, uh, we're getting up for this emergency show just to talk about all the craziness that happened last night uh, as a fallout from George Floyd's murder. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you kind of give people the backdrop and, and kind of give them the update? Yeah, so um, just all of a sudden, uh, riots all across the uh, United States of America just erupted across almost every single major city. Uh, I think San Francisco is like the only city that I, I didn't see riots in. Uh, and I think that's really interesting and definitely worth talking about. Like why did, why, why was, why was the populace so ready to get up in arms and, and go down to their downtown area and, and not protest riots? Like some, there were definitely a lot of protests, but uh, there were also, it was also all riots. Like I think everything, every single riot or protest that I saw had a riot component to it. Like there was definitely aggression and violence and police, police, uh, what do you want to call it? Police brutality. I'll call it that. Um, obviously this is treading into very political territory, which I, <laughs> which I, I have no fear of, of treading into political territory. If you guys follow me on Twitter, um, uh, so I think I think it's worth talking about, like what, why, why is why, why was the pressure? Why was there so much pressure in the American populace that like the the uh, murder of one, you know, one normal dude uh, caused massive riot uproar in, in America? Like what was the underlying uh, foundation of this whole entire country that well, this is not the first that, time that this has happened. It's the first time this has happened on such a large scale so quickly. Um, like people were on a hair trigger, dude. Why am I, why am I, well, I mean, obviously we're in the pandemic. There's massive Mm -hmm. unemployment. There's massive Mm -hmm. stimulus. Stock market is pumping. People are stuck inside, told to social distance. And then George Floyd happens. Uh, what was the, the Rodney King riots in LA? Like, Mm -hmm. I guess, so when, when I was watching this happen in Minnesota two days ago, then mm-hmm. that obviously reminded me of Rodney King in LA. But mm-hmm. what his what you're pointing to is yesterday and last night it erupted mm-hmm. from just, you know, the riots happening Everywhere. in the city where the murder happened to the riots are happening across the country. Right. Yeah. Like the what what's really interesting is like what and what wasn't true about Rodney King and in previous riots is the ability to broadcast. So like people people can have like high def cameras connected to Wi Fi or the internet via satellite and broadcast that to Twitter like instantaneously. And so like what people saw on Minnesota on Wednesday, I believe either Wednesday or Thursday are like a bunch of rioters swarming a precinct and then cops like evacuating a precinct, you know, succumbing to the, the, uh, the overflow of people taking over and which, which I think is super powerful because it, it, it indicates like, you know, the police have, 
power because they have guns and bulletproof vests and cars and, and, and no one's coming to arrest the police officers. But at some point like that becomes a very fragile system. Like, and we talk about money a lot and, and belief in money and how money is a social construct construct. Right. And the, the institution of police are the same thing. The only reason why police have power is because we give it to them. And as soon as trust in your money goes away, money blows up, right? It deflates, it goes hyperinflationary. And the same thing is true from what I'm seeing is it's the same thing is true for something like the police institutions. Like as soon as the trust in a police, in the police goes away, then the police just turn into normal people. The only difference is that they have, they have, you know, bulletproof vests, guests and bulletproof vests and guns and big cars and dogs, which are important. There's definitely consider th those things, but like, there's a lot more rioters, right? The sheer number of rioters just overcame, overcame police in Minnesota, which I think then triggered every, everyone else. Like everyone else thought, Oh, look what Minnesota did. Like, Oh, they're not that they're infallible or they're not that infallible. Like they, they can be broken. It's actually not that hard. And for, and people started swarming CNN, like CNN headquarters in Atlanta, I think. Uh, got swarmed and the police had to get called in there. Like I, I, I need to look into why that happened, but uh, you know, people. That was really a crazy scene. Cause you think that CNN reason. represents these people, right? Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, and the people still see CNN. They see all this stuff as the man, the system. Mm -hmm. They see same as target that are starting mm -hmm. to just group it all up. And this is the system. And we're frustrating. We're frustrated at it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to say something, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, I mean, I am starting to believe that governments are not competent enough to deal with Corona and the cracks are just starting to just explode. Yeah, I would, I, I would agree. And it's not, it's not just coronavirus, right? Like coronavirus is just a symptom. It's just like the state is generally incompetent. Sure. Like, yeah. And the, that general incompetence is it has been kind of like masked over over time, but now it's mm -hmm. just like all hitting reality at the same time. All the incompetence, all the institutionalized racism, all of the wealth inequality, all of the cantillon effect. It's like all smashing a wall at the same time. Yeah, and and it's Donald Trump who's in who's in the White House at that one particular moment, like. Damn, who who would you want to have in the White House least? It would probably be Donald Trump. At peak fiat too. Like the man has been pumping the stock market the entire time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, look how great I'm doing. Like mm -hmm. literally like in embracing the facade to the ultimate degree. <laughs> and now it's just like again, it's all it's all you know, everything is coming to a stop all at once. And I mean, <laughs> maximum incompetence. Did you see what he tweeted out recently? Uh, I'll read yeah, it. You, um, you were just telling me about it before we started. Yeah, the, uh, from Donald Trump uh, two hours ago. So on this is on Saturday, May 30th uh, in the morning. Uh, the, the professionally managed so-called, quote, protesters at the White House had little to do with the memory of George Floyd. They were there just to cause trouble. The Secret Service handled them easily. Tonight, I understand, is all caps, MAGA night at the White House, question mark, question mark, question mark. And like, it's, he's instigating, he's instigating it. It's like, okay, my, my people show up, like my side show up, like it's my side's turn now, like, you know, called call to arms. 
And like, and, and so like, that's not helpful as a president, you're like instigating this whole thing. And what I also found was interesting is uh, in, in Seattle, uh, it's Saturday where the, all the riots 2020 started yesterday where Friday, it was Friday night, Friday night is definitely riot night, Saturday night. And like, and that was spontaneous riot at night, right? Like that was just like, okay, everyone decided to go to their local downtown area. And turns out everyone else also decided that. And so then there's riots. Now everyone else knows that that just happened. And so I think tonight is going to be way worse and for across, across all of, all of the cities. And what there's already, at least in Seattle, I'm only paying attention to Seattle because I live here. Uh, there's already a, a protest, a demonstration planned right outside a police precinct. So like they are organizing a protest right outside a police precinct. Like it's just, it's just asking for violence, right? It's like asking for instigation. Like, Hey, let's just, let's just hammer this out. Let's like, you know, so you see, you know, when you see like two people, like allowing two people to fight, there's like, you know, let them work it out. Let them work it out. Like, that's what I think is happening. Like there is um, an immense amount of pressure in the populace and people need to let off some fucking steam somehow because no one, uh, no one ever is cool with black people. Uh, uh, illustrating any sort of like uh, discontent or, or any sort of, uh, you know, oppositional stance to how they're treated. Cause like, they're not allowed to protest peacefully. They're not allowed to protest unpeacefully. They're not allowed to do anything like, like uh, who's the 49ers quarterback that was taking a knee. Um, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, like he can't take a knee. They don't like that. And so like, there's no way that, when you restrict people's ability to express their needs and achieve their own goals, like you just make them mad and frustrated. Like the, the emotion of anger and frustration comes as a result of people not able to achieve their goals. And so then they're just going to pick a fucking fight. And is, like, that's what we're seeing. Is, is uh, Colin Kaepernick vindicated right now to take a knee? Well, for people who are complaining about the looting, like, absolutely. Like what, what this is, if you, if you were complaining about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, and you are also complaining about looting going on, like you need to check your priorities. Like pick one. You only get you only get one. And and like that's why I'm I'm relatively okay with the looting that's going on right now. Like I know that's such a fucking weird thing to say. I'm not okay with it for small businesses. Leave small businesses alone. But like there's the fucking loot target. Who who gives a fuck? It's fucking target. It's a public company. Like it's gonna be fine. There's no real damages there. Like, whatever. Like if you're if you're not going to so you're now delineating who is part of the the complex and who is not and who deserves to to get the social outrage of the people. I mean, I think yeah, Target's probably part of the complex, but yeah, like where where do you start drawing the line? Like how about how about the rich landlord down the street? Is he a small business or is he part of the complex? No, yes, it's a it's a totally arbitrary line that you just have to draw at some point. but yeah, I would say Target's part of the man, part of the complex, part of the state. So, I mean, neither of us are really that well qualified to talk about this kind of stuff. But who is, though? No, no, I mean, I guess who is. But what I would rather, like, let's let's bring this back to crypto. Because I think this very much runs down the, the ethos of what, you know, mm-hmm. we're trying to build. Which is, like, more fair institutions, more permissionless mm-hmm. uh, systems that people can fair rely by on mm-hmm. and it you know it doesn't come to this you know point of just massive exhaustion mm-hmm. no that's totally right um and we're talking about how like you know people get angry when they can achieve their goals 
like Bitcoin is a great vehicle for expressing uh, your belief about how something should be, right? Like when you take your savings and you buy Bitcoin, you are taking a step forward in defunding the federal government, right? Like if you take away the value of the US dollar by selling your dollars and buying Bitcoin, you're, you're taking away the power of a central government of the complex of the system from being able to fund itself. Um, like this is coming right out of Nick Carter's uh, article, the most peaceful, uh, a most peaceful revolution. Yep. Uh, granted, buying Bitcoin doesn't stop police brutality. And so like, you know, it only does so much, but it is something. It is something where you can plant your flag and be like, I want to defund police. And I'm going to do that by selling my dollars and buying Bitcoin. Yep. I mean, yeah, exiting the system, holding your value exiting, outside yeah. the system is, mm -hmm. is how you do it. And Safedine mm -hmm. talks about this too. Like people, a lot of people think of like the crack up boom and boom, uh, like the crack up bust and boom um, that burns the system down. And then, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be massive pain. And then, you know, hopefully a new system emerges out of the fire. But um, he talks about how, you know, because of open source cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin in particular, but I think some other people would have others to add into that list. Um, you know, there's almost like a, a, a release valve of the pressure. People can mm -hmm. slowly release the pressure out of the system rather mm -hmm. than explosion. So, I right. mean, I think it'll probably be a combination because like the exponential um, appreciation uh, in this is going to at some point is going to have that S curve uh, vertical. But um, so mm -hmm. there's no way that there's, you know, that there isn't some sort of wealth transfer that is meaningful. But at the same time, uh, I can definitely see how, like, thank God, like, that's the difference between 2008 and now. Like, obviously, this is exponentially more severe than 2008, but we also have alternatives. Yeah, no, that's, that's very true. That's very true. And I always am reminded about the um, prescience of, of the sovereign individual thesis, right? Like, the state, the, the sovereign individual thesis is that uh, we find new ways to organize ourselves that works at the beginning and over time that organizational system becomes senile and it breaks down and it's replaced by a new system. Uh, and this is the main thesis of this article I'm about to put out maybe this week in Bankless, maybe next week. Um, depends on if I, if I get myself busy today uh, or not. Um, <laughs> uh, but the idea is that like the nation state right now is senile. It's as senile as the church was in the 1500s. In the 1600s, when when corruption was abound, like the corruption in the state is obvious, and like you can be somebody who works in the government, and you can be an optimistic about the government, and you can believe that the golden age of governance is ahead of us, or you can believe that the institution of the state is a senile institution that is on its way out. Like these systems are organisms, like anything else. The United States system the united states is an organism it ages across time like it doesn't get younger it becomes more gridlocked it becomes more that's there's lightning outside of my apartment right now which is really epic in this particular context um it becomes it becomes even worse functioning over time like i think it's absolutely ridiculous to think that like we're going to be able to fix our governance problems and the united states is going to become more effective not less effective over time like Donald Trump is fucking president, right? And George Bush, who also wasn't great, like is now looking completely sane by comparison. And we're either getting Joe Biden or more of Donald Trump next. Like the state is fucking senile. 
it's not working. Like it's going out the door and something else needs to come in to replace it. Bitcoin needs to fucking go up in price because it's not ready yet. And and it's not ready to, to I mean, and it's not even going to be a complete replacement, right? Like the Bitcoin doesn't keep order like organically, but it's, it's something. Well, it enables, it enables states to fracture, right? Yes. So for example, right now, the Europe could fracture because they already are theoretically on a sh- on the euro dollar system as it is. So like they have an independent money that they can use to manage finances. But like, what mm-hmm. about the U.S. states? U.S. states can't break the union because what money are they going to use? Are they going to use the dollar? Right. Um, right. So that I mean that is a barrier. But if you have independent value that is completely outside the system, if you have Bitcoin mm-hmm. cryptocurrency value um and you can run uh on the system that's neutral i mean that allows you know the west coast to say hey you know what fuck this like mm-hmm. we're done with this or that allows california you know, oregon washington let's go hang out <laughs> let's, I let's mean, go dude, leave everyone else <laughs> it might it might even just be like the sliver <laughs> like just the yeah. coastal but uh-huh. like i definitely see like if if cryptocurrencies really do start holding meaningful value and be mm-hmm. meaningful value clearance layers like it's going to enable localism. It's not like we're going to reinvent how to organize, but we're going to. It's going to enable smaller groups to be autonomous rather than you know having to bend the knee to a, a massive organization. Yeah, you're totally right. Like the dollar is like the glue that holds all fifty states together, and even even more than that, like almost the whole world, right? And the uh, importance of. Uh, of it maintains government. the existing power structure. Yeah, totally. And then like the, the, and like this, so the, the state is responsible for a, a ton of things, right? Like it's responsible for the military, it's responsible for healthcare, social security, you know, roads, infrastructure, it's responsible for a ton of stuff, but it's most responsible for managing all of the world's value because you know, like the base, the whole entire world runs on the dollar, like, and we all have to do our taxes and every company does their accounting and every, every person does their accounting and every corporation does their accounting. Everyone does accounting and then they report it to the IRS so that the state knows where all the value is of the world. And that is such an important tool. Like that is such an important thing to be able to control that like, and if you, and Bitcoin doesn't provide healthcare, it doesn't provide infrastructure, but what it does provide is a value management system and that is such a, a removing that power from the state and just putting that in Bitcoin is, is it's like, it, it's always, it's something that I always harp on, which is getting the most bang for your buck. Like it's super, uh, imp- it's very, very impactful and it's not that big of a transition, you know, com- comparatively. And so like, it, I, I totally believe in the, in the city state evolution. Like I, I want, and, and I love the idea of the, the West coast sliver. Like there's already fracturing between like Silicon Valley and, and you know, the East coast financial type. Like that, that's, we already talk about that differentiation. Like it'll just be the two coasts and the middle body of the United States and things will just probably run more efficiently. I like can the see United the mountain West separating. Yeah. The true, the true free people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. so I mean like let's let's kind of dial it back globally like honestly I think the US breaking up is probably one of the last places to break up but I could totally probably. see Europe breaking up 
I think totally. uh, uh, currently right now, German banks have uh, have said that the European Central Bank's QE activity is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give some context, in the U.S., the Fed is has two mandates, stable prices and maintain 2% inflation. Mm-hmm. In Europe, the ECB, the European Central Bank, has one main mandate, maintains, uh, maintain stable prices. They mm-hmm. do not have a mandate to maintain any sort of inflation. And German, uh, Germany as a country is, like, they've experienced hyperinflation recently in, like, their recent memory, post-World War One. Mm-hmm. So they have, they kind of have a cultural apprehension to inflation and fear of inflation. And they, as a culture, they, they save a lot. Like they like cash in the bank. They don't even Mm -hmm. invest that much. Like Germans are cash in the bank people. So German banks are like looking at what the ECB is doing. It was like, we didn't sign up for inflation. Like what WTF is this? Like you can't Mm -hmm. do all this QE. So now we have the strongest country in the Euro telling the Euro are telling the European Central Bank that, yo, we, you, what you're doing is illegal. We do not approve of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really that starting to see the cracks in Europe. Like if, if it wasn't Greece and Cyprus and now that, now it's Germany saying we're over it. Like you, we don't approve of this monetary policy. Right. And there is no national German currency, right? Like they went full Euro. I mean, yeah, all everyone in the Eurozone, there's a handful of countries that have maintained their own currency. Right. Almost everyone else is on the Euro. Right. Yeah. So there's just like a massive incentive. Like if the, if they stop, if they don't stop doing QE and they don't stop devaluing the Euro and Germany, the most, the economically, the strongest country in the Euro has such a strong incentive to be like, well, fuck you. I'm going to take my, I'm going to make a new currency and it's going to be better than yours because my economy is better than yours. And they're totally incentivized to do that. Like they, they don't owe anybody else anything. Well, and here's something too. Unemployment in the U.S. is probably the highest in the world because all mm-hmm. more socialized countries just pretty much said, oh, it's illegal to to uh, to, to fire, fire these people, people and just started printing money in order to, in, you know, maintain payroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the ECB can't finance that with QE, like in the next 90 days, like what the hell is going to happen? Europe has less than 1% unemployment right now. Like Jesus. that is a big fat fake number. Yeah. Holy fuck, that is a fake number. Yeah, it's a fake number that's stimulated by QE financing. Yeah, but is the U.S. numbers all, all that real? Because like... Oh yeah, the U.S. is fucked, is... even worse. And at least our central bank has the mandate to to inflate, to kind of keep the right. keep the game rolling. That's why our Europe is so much right popcorn. Now, people on unemployment right now in the United States are making $50,000 a year. Like that's, that's a fake number. If ever I heard one $50,000 a year, that was more than double my wage when my first job out of college. Like that, that was insane. That's insane. Inflation and the cancel on effect. Yeah. And uh, the only reason we can maintain that is because there's a massive need for dollars to, uh, to pay back dollar denominated debt globally. Yeah. It's a big people. People aren't going to have it. I mean, we, we're, we're in a good spot. We're at the top. We're at the top of the Ponzi scheme <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, we are. Pri- privileged to be in the U.S. But yet, despite that, despite that, like the inequalities mm-hmm. are still in our face. <laughs> like, look, mm-hmm. at, if you look, if, if you're looking at the ticker on our on our live stream, like 
that's every major city in the U.S. Like like mm-hmm. David said, outside of SF, I'm in SF and walked around downtown yesterday, and it was normal. There's nothing happening. But we're probably I'd like to see if that's true again today. You know, <laughs> like this is the city with the most gentrification and the least, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the least blue collar people. Right. San Jose has a lot more blue collar, and you saw people were pissed. Right, and there was plenty in Oakland. Plenty of riots in Oakland. Oakland got bad. I mean, Oakland got bad. Dude. Maybe SF just riots. Hey, we, I lost you there. Cities. Can you say that again? Maybe that's what happened. I lost uh, you maybe there. SF just outsourced its riots to its neighboring cities. Well, I mean, again, the, all the blue collar workers live in, in south or east of SF. So mm-hmm. there's just there's just no people that are actually affected by this directly or have that kind of like trigger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, um what do you want to talk take about this or should we should we close our we can close here? it out after we talk about the pumping bitcoin and ether prices yeah where are we at right now all right i mean still need ether- that hundred that that hundredth review to to break that 10k yeah yeah, yeah, 10K yeah, resistance, guys. It's uh, if it's if POV doesn't have a, a hundred uh, five star reviews, Bitcoin ain't breaking ten k. Which is Ether might do something. Up. Yeah, this kind of fucked up. Why haven't we gotten a hundred reviews yet? I know, listeners. <laughs> that that like ninety four resistance line on reviews has been quite the bit. <laughs> very very hard to break out of. Um, so I mean, do you think that people are gonna like like it? I I think that. The Bitcoin narrative is strengthening, but is it Absolutely. is yeah, is this like a big vindication right here, right now? Like, is this week like holy shit? Does the world you start opening its eyes to that? <sighs> like, n- no. Like, I the the price pump has got to be a coincidence, right? Like, no one is so woke to the fact that like Bitcoin and Ethereum are actual tools to combat fucking police brutality. Like, that is a long thread of and then this, and then this, and then this, before you connect those two ideas. I do believe it. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but like, when, when I go, I'm going downtown tonight because I want to see what's up. Uh, and like, if I, if I turn to like whoever's next to me and be like, have you heard of Bitcoin? They're going to be like, why the fuck are you talking about Bitcoin right now? Dude, like, you need to have a Bitcoin sign. I don't, I don't have a Bitcoin sign. Yeah, I mean, make a sign. I, 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 Just I need to get buy one. Bitcoin and then throw your address on there and uh, or in a QR code and hopefully someone will send you some stats. <laughs> Get that shit to go viral. Like, no one will understand. No one will it's understand for the that internet. Connection. It's not for the idiot protesters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sorry for calling protesters idiots. Thank you for getting on the streets and telling the man do, to fuck doing himself. your civil duties of resistance. Yeah. Um, so actually, I want to talk about this. I know this is not the price pump, but is this the end of social distancing? Why would it be? I mean. All these people are clearly ignoring the shit out of social distancing. Like, is this right. where like people just see like two weeks, three weeks later? Oh shit, nothing happened. Like, it's fine. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Depend. It depends on how real coronavirus is, right? Like, that's still kind of like up in the air. Is like, how legit is this whole like virus? We still haven't figured that out, dude. What if all the protesters got sick? That'd be bad. Um, you know, you know, the, the people that were in like the Lake of the Ozarks in, in whatever state, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, people like there are pictures and videos of like hundreds of people in the pool just partying. Mm-hmm. One of them tested positive for coronavirus yesterday. Um, so surprise. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think this is just a matter of priorities, right? Like when when police 
kill a kill a man by putting a knee into his neck. I think people are forgetting about coronavirus real quick, and they're they're you know crazy. That crazy. video was so fucking bad. It's bad, man. It's bad. Like it was really chilling watching it, and he's just like, "Please stop!" And it was clearly like not resisting, not anything. That guy was just beating mm-hmm. the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, dude, I've seen so many videos of police acting bad since Corona started. And, and like e- even in all the other protests in other cities, like uh, like yesterday, like the I I saw people in Seattle. Two police officers had. What looked like I, it's hard to tell because the v, the videos aren't that great, but like a relatively skinny, could have been female, um, uh, black person, and two police officers had them pinned down, and one just like pulled his arm back and started punching, like multiple punches, and while while there were two police officers pinning this girl down, they they had just tackled, and one of them just started railing on her, like no excuses, no excuses. There was nothing. There was unless there's some like thing that I missed, like she had a taser or she had some knife. I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, it was absolutely no excuses. And I saw that all over. Like every single city has an instance of pl- uh, some police officer like full on tackling someone and beating someone with a stick. Like every, if you go to any any riot from any city, you will see a police officer hitting. And these someone. are the people with guns. And these are the people with guns and body armor. Is, is this is, does this vindicate the Second Amendment? Uh, kind of. Like, kind do you of, really yeah. want only these people to have guns? Because I don't. Right. I'm glad that other people have guns, too. Right, yeah. Because that's pretty much the difference between America and Europe and America and China. Is in America, everyone has guns. And in Europe and China, only the police have guns. Yeah. Yeah, I still I mean, don't what, know how that's I That's the difference that. in Hong Kong. Like, China's shipping their army to Hong Kong. And there's like, nothing I you wouldn't... can do about it. I wouldn't have wanted to replay the last night's riots with this scenario that like all the rioters had guns. Like I wouldn't want to see that replay happen. That what would, that what would if be there bad. was like a militia force that was protecting the rioters? So like I, I did see in uh, Minnesota, like a bunch of a bunch of rednecks with with automatic guns standing outside of small businesses and just being a presence there, and that worked. Yeah, um, doing what the police should have been doing. Doing what the police. Should, <laughs> good point. Um, Instead and of so, like, like trying to beat the shit out of the riders, maybe they could have just protected the businesses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. They got to protect the big guys. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's exactly right. Like, do do I wish everyone had had guns? It, it seems. It seems like it would just it would just like it would make things end really fast and really bloody, right? And that, that's what I'm seeing. That's what kind of what I'm seeing happening with these protests and, and looting and riots and collateral damage and billions of dollars in damages. Like people on Twitter who are saying like, you know, don't support riots. Like they're looting and breaking stuff and, and people having their homes destroyed. I'm like, yes, that's bad. However, like the only language that the elite understands are like dollar costs, like dollar value lost. And so like if it's sorry, we have to rip off this bandaid and get this done. Uh, but maybe, maybe the fact that we're now speaking the same language as the powerful elite, like maybe they're actually going to start listening to this. And this is the last time that this ever happens. Like this is a means to an end. Sorry about the collateral damage. That sucks. But also what sucks are people dying. And I would prefer a business get destroyed than, than, than police killing more people of that they're supposed to be protecting. 
I think this rounds it out pretty well to why BTC is such a beautiful, peaceful protest because the elites get to see a uh, number go down on their end and uh, you can make number go up on your end by just seeing, saying see you later. Yeah, and that's why it's not a crazy thing to say. It's your patriotic duty to buy Bitcoin. It is your patriotic duty to buy Bitcoin. All right, guys, this was some commentary from CK and David on uh, Riots 2020. Uh, follow the show and give us a review at POV CryptoPod. Uh, you can find me at CK underscore Snarks and, you know, give us some love. Look at this, uh, this these cool graphics. Yeah, the, the live stream game has really stepped up. We're really uh, going to double down on this. Uh, so tell us what you think. Uh, tweet us if you like the show. Uh, tweet us if you like the live stream. What can we do to change it? Uh, give us that feedback and give us, give us that five-star review so Bitcoin can get over 10K and the riots can stop. God damn. All right. Peace. Peace.